0: Here is another extract from VoltaMum's recent Roundtable event which focused on the Internet of Things. Here we are asking the question, have the panel got any insight into moving towards an Internet of Senses? So we covered, we covered connectivity, we're touching on social issues, we sort of covered big data. Uh, one other, I'm currently trying to get my head around as well, is um, sensors. And there's a lot going on here. In you know, we've had MEMS with us for a while now, but obviously, nanotechnology is coming through. And um, the first article, funny enough, I read about four years ago, for into 2 m Now, the first issue, publisher friend launched it. And I was able to quote one of my heroes, Richard Feynman. And the very year I was born, 1956, he gave a seminal talk uh, called There's Plenty of Room at the Bottom which really kicked off nanotechnology. The idea then was that people have exhausted the this engineering, and he said, no, there's still plenty of room for what biology's been doing this, as I say, for billions of years. And that seems the first shot in this nanotech area. And I wondered if, if yourselves had uh, any particular insights in what we're moving towards an Internet of the senses, as I started recording as well. In terms of, again, you know, looking back in the evolutionary history, there's a theory of the whole Cameron explosion, and sudden explosion in... Life forms came through the evolution of sight. That suddenly new predators could appear camouflage, different body shapes, and things like that. And if you go back in the fossil record, a sudden explosion that's caused by a new type of sensing, something. And the internet has been growing eyes, you know, smartphones and you know, megapixel and whatever. And I just wondered if you had any thoughts on how new sensor technologies that are coming in, not necessarily using mems or or, or stuff, might be changing your own uh, This time you've got to pull this stuff in.
1: With no. no. I, mean, I mean the sensors are part of this evolution, what I mentioned before, yeah. collecting point for data, the important, most important data point, but I think it's getting what what you mentioned before is getting a little bit too much data and I think the trick will be to mm. select uh, usable data and useless data and I yeah. think uh, the future will go towards smart sensors They can already mm. at the point of sensing decide yes. if important or not important and I only store those data that is relevant, and transform it to information, and use it back for some applications. So I think sensors will keep a key factor in the evolution of the Internet of Things, but they will get smarter. The brain moves from mm-hmm. the cloud to the sensor because we don't cannot allow all this traffic. Well, it's such in
0: our nervous systems.
1: Your hand is in a flame;
0: it doesn't right. all the way out there right. to the brain. Itself. Correct. Absolutely good example. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and I, I mean, I would say cities are historically built around sensing, right, and then acting on that sensing in some form. So to me, I like your term internet of sensing, but in in the sense of in a city, you know, typically in the old days if you or even now, frankly, before we've automated things, if there was a problem in a water pipe system, you'd send an engineer out there, right? And then the engineer would look around. In the telecoms industry, the engineer would step on a bunch of fibers and cause shockwaves through the London stock exchange. You know, various kinds of things. Today you actually with the deployment of sensors can actually pick that information up remotely in a management system and then you can automate and fix that process without even going out there, right? So it, to me, sens- smart cities are about It, it just struck sensing. me that
0: there's a wonderful synchronicity where I probably have only a few hundred yards from where the cholera epidemic, you know that story about the cholera epidemic and uh, London uh, physician spotted that the people were falling ill, he was literally beyond Johnson that mm-hmm. the people who were falling ill were getting their water from one little pump, on the other side of the road in Soho, the people were fine, and he traced mm-hmm. the cholera infection back to the water supply and that led to not yeah. getting clean water. So that was yeah. an early small data, yeah. but you know, it saved people's lives. So if I bring it to my
3: <coughs> continuum of care now, actually, many of us now are wearing wearable devices. They measure how many steps we take, how many um, or, or, don't uh, take. or don't take <laughs> it. gives us that daily reminder, all that kind of thing. We're not far away from that being a disposable item, mm-hmm. so we just slap it on in the morning and it will monitor our blood pressure, our sugar content within our blood, it will measure our all our KPIs and that data will be fed real time into our mm-hmm. digital records in the cloud and it will say, Jerry, you, you need to get a move on and exercise a bit more and you know, uh, make sure you Balance your diet and that kind of thing. So, we're on the cusp of those
4: kind of initiatives. And I think also that there we already have a lot of sensors, and in our devices we are doing a lot of computation mm-hmm. that re- yields us interesting results that we don't access today. Mm-hmm. I can say it's a simple example: you take a motor controller, you are measuring the current. But from there, you can find out how hot it is in the motor and do mm-hmm. some intelligent protection mm-hmm. functions from there. So I think, yes, for this uh, healthcare stuff, uh, the, I see a lot of growth. For other things, I think that the intelligence in the devices
0: is, is also key to, to the evolution. Yeah, I was going to say, a number of people who mentioned that using one particular metric to then understand lots of other things. Exactly. So you have a few like things and learn a lot. I'd like to say
5: also that uh, certainly in construction, we used to talk houses and apartments, we're now talking homes, and the challenge for us in sensing is to be sure that whatever we develop and design is one intuitive, uh, and that is very dependent on your, your demographics, uh, because we were talking about trying to make something accessible to everyone, not everyone has the same facilities, for starters. And we, we should be getting construction, that there are a lot of actors who uh, architect interior designers who also want technology to do something but also to look good so we have to integrate within their world so there's quite a, a lot of work to be done in that in that area which is not looking at uh, so-called the pyramid where you've got sort of the data, the knowledge the mm-hmm. wisdom but just at, at grassroots things level to make sure that we don't miss the opportunity by making things that are either too complicated or over well overcomplicated or not as easy to use as,
2: as we might. And indeed you pick up on a great topic, right, because with, with with all of us talking about BIM and yeah. 3D modeling and yeah. construction and actually doing a lot of things now off-site rather than on-site, yeah. prefab power, prefab IT, prefab cooling. Mm-hmm. I mean I think it all comes with the ability for us to use data in a different way or collect data in a yeah. different way. So uh, I mean it's going to revolutionise I think the industry from construction
0: yeah, so specifically as you say, i using that hierarchy, you no know, data, information, knowledge, and hopefully wisdom, yeah. you know, transcendent insight at the top.
5: Uh, we talk a lot about interoperability, but intuitive is also... Okay, well, <laughs> we comes rather... I don't know if any Another people one there have got
2: any, <laughs> any questions.
5: <laughs> a very large portion of the um users are electricians, and uh, they're very interested in uh, what's happening in the short term what will happen in the coming years. And uh, I wonder how you guys, what, what, what's your thoughts about the, the start of this revolution? How, how will it imp- influence the electricians? You talk about uh, power over internet uh, when it comes to lighting, and uh, maybe you other guys have. What, what will be the first steps I think these people? So I, <laughs> no, I think it's like any market. I mean, you've got the innovators, the innovators, the laggards, and you're seeing in electrical contractors there are, I can assure you, awful lot of contractors wanting to embrace the new technology. We see it through, as uh, I say concrete things, like the number of CPDs uh, we're being asked to deliver as manufacturers. So I think you have got to segment the market and say, okay, and, and understand that, yes, it is, the movement has started, and we see it through the number of... Uh, smart homes being built in in this city, and if you go and integrate a number of home builders, the ones we all know, they are now starting to put smart homes into their buildings. Now you might think, oh well that's the manufacturer having done the specification of. I would argue in a lot of cases, that's actually a contractor who's gone to the builder and solutions are available to them. However, I I agree with you, there is a, a population of contractors that if they don't embrace, Will once again
3: mm-hmm. go by the wayside. Do, do you think consumers with demand comes into it quite a bit as well? Because I mean, I've chatted to quite a few electricians recently. All, all heard of smart home sort of yeah. uh, technology. They really want to get involved in it, but they haven't seen the demand for it yet. And so, I mean, we talk about you know, skill skills shortage. There's a lot of an aging sort of mm-hmm. workforce as well. Um, a lot of them say, well, oh, it's not going to happen. The next sort of 10 years, I don't see we're not going to take on those skills. I mean, yeah. I know it's kind of a short-term yeah, thing.
5: You're yeah, absolutely right. There's an affordability mm. there's in in the, the apartments that I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. sort of buy- well, a housing shortage. <laughs> yeah. okay. People are going to buy, um, they're not going to be able to buy but, houses? But, but, well. but at some point in time, that price point will, will come down, and, uh, you know, sort of a home automation. I don't know the word home automation because it says really nothing about what you're actually going to control, but it goes with it. To £10,000 to five thousand pounds, and at one point there will be it will become much more accessible. But as I say, any contractor can get involved in a home information project. If it's only uh, we would like home entertainment, so you know, turning the, the blinds, bringing down a, a projector, uh, dimming the lights to fifty percent, it's not an awful lot of money. It can be done. Uh, I think uh, a lot of contractors. Should really sort of look at what's going on, and they can make a little package themselves and actually promote it to not just the 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 home builders, but a number of their customers. And the customers are asking for it. Even in in the retail space, we're seeing a lot of demand for Mm -hmm. the home automation products.
2: Well, the thing is, you know, retrofit is much harder. So to your Mm -hmm. point, you know, I mean, my son asked me the other day, "Oh, could I put these?" You know cool technology in my room. It means rubbing out stuff, and and you mentioned earlier, the whole cables, and I think the more wireless we go with our technology, and we just, you know, we've got a new ulti-brand, you know, base connected lighting, and you know, that's all wireless, and it's much easier to put in, and, and therefore for electricians, it's gonna be easier for them to come in and help support that. But they're gonna have to learn about connectivity too. Electricians need to go from just being pure electricians to actually starting to train their minds around
1: connectivity. This is an um, important point to mention that because often old is related to hardware, electrical yeah. stuff, and new to yeah, software. Correct. And the first thing I always tell them: you will be needed because it's a combination of hardware and software. Software, yeah. software will not replace the hardware. Yeah. And what we do for them is make it intuitive, make it easy. Wireless is an important point. I'm, I'm convinced, like if I Pro, for instance, you can install after half an hour watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need yeah. to make it the access entrance easy for them. And um, I mean, both. Yeah. Let's not forget the... You know, I, think, yeah. and I think
4: if I can add also, different to 10 years ago, I think there is a demand from the consumer side. I mean, products like the Wiser range or,
3: you know, the Nest or, or the, the U. but they create? I can just again react. The short-term opportunity does remain energy-saving, you know. Look up in the ceiling everywhere you go and I see a halogen above my head. That's a, an opportunity for an electrical contractor. And the old principle about putting in lighting controls where he had to chase out all the cables has gone forever if he combines that with with wireless technology. So lots of short-term opportunities, just look at a premise, if you can save energy, put a business proposal together, introduce finance, there's absolutely no
4: obstacle to uh, short paybacks. Uh, Another way to get started is to integrate what is already there. So, uh, for example, in, in a building like this, you would have systems, but they are not connected, so you cannot uh, take the advantage of, uh, of the combination of inputs. And I think that's also a very good opportunity, uh, for example, like with our neuron gateways that can collect data from different systems that are already existing, combine them in a new way with a middleware, and then provide a new perspective on what is already there.
0: Hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions or want more information, then please visit our website,
1: www.valtimum.co.uk. Goodbye.